This episode of Channel My News is for information only. Please do your own research before making any investment decision or alternatively seek advice from a registered financial advisor. Good. Right. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, <laughs> eh? It's been a while, lads. How are we? All good. Yeah, Thanks, all Maddie. good. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah. Oh, looking oh, forward to the end of the year finishing up. Yeah. Yes. Fascinating year and uh, ready for a bit of a break, I think, Weary. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Might yeah. even have a head over to Rotto after recovering from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Go and catch it again. Yeah. How's life at uh, Precision Funds? Yeah, busy. We're in the midst of the capital raising at the moment, so it's... Uh, uh, we're, uh, which we're about to uh, close off fairly shortly. So, uh, yeah, it's been a pretty full-on few weeks. So, uh, as Andy said, we're looking forward to a bit of a breather. And uh, it's nice to see quite a few of the companies that we're invested in are supporting us as well in that capital raising. So, um, Absolutely. as we say to them, it makes, us a lot, makes it a lot harder for us to sell your shares if you own <laughs> shares in us. But, uh, <laughs> we still will, but uh, yeah. um, we'll, we'll think about it for at least a second or two before we, uh, before awesome. we execute. So, no, it's a nice vote of confidence from some of our uh, some of our companies that we we know pretty well so yeah very good very good right oh weary i know you've been hanging out to oh, give a big yeah, bloody <laughs> macro update yeah. weary's macro as i said i stole your uh, some of your chieftain chatter commentary and used it as my own but i did quite yes so uh no. that's uh don't sue me. L- long as i'm referenced that's all that matters <laughs> i probably stole it off someone else uh, what's um, been happening mate what's yeah, the vibe no, look it's uh you know interesting last night you had the uh, subdued cpi figures out of the u.s um, they're still talking that they'll have a uh, half a percent rate rise uh, tonight in the US. But uh, interestingly enough, we've definitely seen, you know, inflation tip over the edge. And, uh, you know, you, we can now start to look at uh, slowing down the rate of those interest rate rises. And um, I think, you know, it's probably a good time. I've sort of been reading a lot of um you know, so-called experts and their uh, outlook for the uh, for next year and and so on, as you do at this time of the year. And uh, look, it's fair to say the general consensus seems to be that we're currently in a bit of a bear market rally, and that that will continue into the first half of next year as uh, earnings in the U.S. start to subside and perhaps the US economy sort of officially falls into a a recessionary trend. So that seems to be the most uh, common school of thought that it'll be a short recessionary cycle um, and uh, before we can start looking to uh, the recovery in the second half and perhaps even uh, uh, to that end, you know, once you get into the September quarter and beyond next year, uh, you'll be looking at rate cuts. So um, there's one outlier, though. I was reading some research uh, from a mob we uh, sort of follow fairly closely called BCI, and they've gone ex- exactly against that that common school of thought, and they actually think the first half is going to be particularly strong for markets next year um, with these uh, inflation numbers coming off and the rate of uh, uh, interest rate rises slowing. They're of the view that you're going to have a strong uh, first half in the market next year, um, and and then they believe we'll we'll see a, a weaker second half and a short cycle recession in 2024. 
Interestingly enough, in the first half, they're, they're uh, forecasting not only a strong equity market, but also good for commodities. And uh, in particular, they like small caps and emerging markets. So it's just interesting to see these contrasting views uh, that are out there. Um, and ultimately, you know, will the US economy have a soft landing or, or will this be a hard recession? And, uh, you know, as I said, reading a lot of conflicting information at the moment. But, I, you know, I think this rally that we're having at the moment, we, we are going to see our lows tested again. And I think it'll be driven by uh, weaker US earnings as you uh, head into the end of first quarter um, next year and uh, the market may well test the lows again before rallying pretty hard. I think we all agree that any recessionary trend is going to be pretty short and sharp. So overall, you know, perhaps a bit of a, uh, um, you know, take a bit of a deep breath between uh, now and uh, first quarter mid next year before things start to turn for the better and uh, the rate rises start to subside. Is there, is there two factors that are sort of fighting against each other that are making the market go up and down? You've got lowering CPI numbers, which is yep. combating the issue of inflation, but isn't that then con going to contribute towards the possibility of a recession, which is making totally. – So you've got the market going up on lower CPI, yeah. which is going to make a recession more possible, which is the market's going to go down because 100%. Of and, uh, it, you know, so it, it, it's, it's just a case of how hard that recession will be and how hard that will hit. Um, and uh, as I said, uh, you know, the, the expectation is that it'll be a fairly short uh, short cycle recession before you start to see, you know, you, you know, the market always preempts these things and they'll, they'll, they'll start, the commentary will switch towards rate cuts again as you, you get into the latter part of 2023. But, uh, uh, you know, it's fair to say, you know, a lot of the data coming out um, and, and obviously, you know, the US largely dictates everything. But if you combine, you know, if you look at the strong um, employment numbers in the US, you look at China sort of slowly emerging out of COVID. I think the case for a uh, you know a sort of soft landing recession is probably building. Uh, you just don't want to see any shock waves with regard to you know further uh, uh, activity um, with Taiwan, etc., and China uh, and uh, escalating. Uh, um, activity in that regard. But barring any sort of black swan event, I, I think the path looks pretty clear. Yeah. Mm. And it's funny you mentioned contrasting views. You just, yeah, you look at the lithium outlook. So Goldman and <laughs> Goldman yeah. and Morgan Stanley are about a sixfold different to Goldman saying 800 bucks a ton for spot in 2025. And Morgan yeah. Stanley is saying it's going to be five grand. So, so yeah, <laughs> who do you get, believe? Get numerous sources. And Goldman's have been on that call for probably the last nine months. Yep. I think. Six, they're in too deep. They, they're they in too deep now. Aren't yeah. They? <laughs> and a lot of it, I mean, it's all centered around their view that there's be a lot of lapidolite production coming out of China. And, uh, you know, their Chinese analysts are saying that, whereas I think the broader market, the Macquarie's and those guys are saying, we think that that's unlikely that they're going to be able to get this lapidolite production up in um, up in time. And 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 whether the um, you know the markets actually want that you know lapidolite that comes with uh, a few more contaminants and all the rest of it sort of thing. So that's really the, the divergent views. I think uh, you know you know you've already seen the Chinese hydroxide price come off you know quite considerably over the last sort of. Uh, Few months, um, and, and which has led to sort of a bit of a softening in some of the some of the euphoric lithium, you know, equities. You know, I mean, Pilbara, you know, they printed I think seven hundred and fifty mil 
for the quarter and uh, you know they're off probably a dollar from where they did it uh, from from their quarterly report sort of thing. So. Typically these super profit cycles aren't sustained and no. you know I, I think we all know how hard it is to get a project from you know exploration resource development into production. Um, it, it, it's always difficult but you know we just can't see where these lithium prices are going to be retained. You've got new projects coming on stream and um, you know, all you need is some sort of falter in the uh, demand for EVs out of China, which there has been a has bit been, of, yeah, yeah already. Um, and, uh, you know, it hasn't, as we've seen, it hasn't take, uh, taken much to sort of uh, hit share prices pretty hard. So, yeah. you know, as, as as much as we like the sector, I just don't think these, this super profit environment will be uh, uh, in place for the long term. No. So it seems like that 1.2% grade isn't, um, a lot of the mineral resource estimates that have come out, like Latin, yeah, uh, red dirt, they were both at one point two. Yeah, you had those one percent sub one percent hits, like, and they all pretty much either stayed the same or negatively went down. So it seems yeah. like their grades becoming a bit of a. Oh, I think there's becoming a bit more discrimination about you know what is a good lithium project and what you know in terms of widths and grades and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, but uh, you know, and interesting that this morning, you know, Leo Lithium had some cracking results out mm. in uh, their Gulamina project in Mali. And that, you know, that is a, um, a fabulous deposit, you know, where you've got a reserve grade of 1.5%, 80 million mm. tonnes, um, clear expansion potential. And I think, you know, they and had- thick too, 82 metres at 1.67%. Yeah. That's huge. Exactly. Yeah. So so you've got those sort of widths. Um, and, they are, and they, you know, actually caught up with, um, with Simon the other day and, um, you know, they're now looking- you know, quite quite closely at, at a DSO option. Um, you know, to bro- provide a bit of early cash flow, but more so of, you know, interesting. You know, one of the key probably um, negatives on that project is, you know, it's a landlocked country. You're sort of a thousand kilometres from from the port of Abidjan to the south, or Dakar to the sort of the west. Um, and with the DSO, you'd be able to sort of, you, you know, um, get get that uh, whole uh, um, transport in place you know the infrastructure you know is it possible to do that number of trucks per day you know all those sorts of things so i think you know they they think they'll make you know they're talking sort of very you know back of the envelope numbers of us 250 to 300 bucks a ton um for the dso and depending on what grade you know was you know even if it's like six hundred dollars a ton uh you know that's great margin for 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 that so have they talked about uh production profile and capex etc for that um for the well, dso the dso no, they're going through that. The production, I think they're talking about, you know, sort of 30,000 tonnes, um, yep. you know, in a quarter type thing, okay. you know, ramp, ramping up. And, yep. um, you know, they'd, all, they'd separate it from where they're actually building the, you know, the main um, flotation and, and plant and just have a sort of a separate separate area for the DSO, you know, but the CapEx is very low because yep. you're really just mining it, you know, it big, a couple of screens. Yep. Um, and then you're just transporting, you know, direct shipping or sort of thing. And what so. about the pre-strip? Uh, there's not a huge amount. Yeah, uh, like, you know, it's probably like 20, 30 four, metres. Four veins on yeah. top that they yeah. can hook straight into. Yeah. Look so, at this cross-section. D- that's so. right. So you, I, I think, you know, gut feel it might be a US 20 type number. Yep, yep. Um, uh, something in that 20 to 30. Uh, yeah. But it's not, you're certainly not talking 50 to 100 or anything like yep. that. But um, they'll put out more information on that. But it was interesting, you know, Simon had just been to... Um, to uh, Mali in the last couple of weeks, and he was just talking about, um, you know, it's it's an election year next year in Mali, and you know the government is very keen for them to get this DSO, you know, uh, up up and running and take credit for it and all those sort of political machinations of you know we are delivering stuff for the country of Mali. So, 
you know, you would imagine in terms of permitting and, you know, they'll do everything in their power to get this through. And um, they're targeting end of, you know, sort of Q4 next year. Um, I'll, I'll get the sense they might be able to bring that forward, um, you know, with, with the government support and paving the way for that. So Has, have the government got a stake in that They project? have 10% of the project free carried yeah. um, in that project. Um, like, Jeez, like a lot better, of the- better than Barry or old Rico Deke. Uh, Pakistan's got 50 of that. <laughs> Part PNG wants 65 of the yeah. so 10% is uh, a right. pretty good bargain. So, so, so like a lot of West African countries, you know, 10% sort of free carried. And then in Mali, you've got an option of buying another 10% at market price. Yep. Uh, they haven't made any sort of uh, uh, steps to, 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 to um, you know, do it. To buy that, um, but that may well happen. So, but it's obviously all the you know the jobs and the royalties and the taxes. You know, it's a six percent royalty on your um, on, on on your spod. Um, so, the, the intangible benefit, you know, the benefits, especially you know local employment um, in, a, in a you know very poor country and um, all those sorts of things. So, yeah, I think, and they just announced you know they've reported a COO today, and so you know got a fantastic partner in Gang Feng who are also building you know six. Uh, converter plant, you know, hydroxide plants in uh, in China. You know, they are, you know, they want, they need and want this material. So mm. they they are, you know, it's all, 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 all guns blazing for. Uh, What's Gang Feng got in that? Yeah, so they got forty five. So yeah. they got forty. So it's it's well forty five at the moment. Forty five, forty five, ten to the government sort yep. of thing. You know, it was interesting. Like uh, uh, there was a big lithium note the other day by Jarden, who've just set up shop over in. Uh, in Perth, uh, Johnny Bishop and, and Ben Lyons. And, um, you know, it was a really good, you know, 140-page, you know, doorstopper. So, if you, you know, if you had trouble sleeping, you can always uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a read podcast of that. doesn't but, do the but, job for you. So, you know, their, their sort of picks were like Overweight, Alchem, uh, Cell, Pilbara, um, Buy, Minres, Independent, sort of a, a buy, Liontown Neutral and Cell Core and, and um, Cell Pilbara. But uh, and Leo Lithium was their sort of standout in the uh, the emerging development. So they're pretty bearish on the whole. Lithium no, sort. they're not. Be- they, well, their view, and I, you know, completely concur, is that uh, you know you can't have a, a price that's about fifteen times the cost of the, you know the marginal cost of production. It's yep. just uh, you know something has to give, and it's and I think even if the lithium price comes off twenty percent, the equities that are priced, some of these. Just resource-based things that are cash flow, maybe two to three to four years away. Um, you know, they'll just get that. You know, will get taken out. You know, you know, you could, could easily see things halve. You know, there's when you've got that that risk return of a of something that looks fantastic on paper now at these prices, and the pricing comes off. The market always preempts, and the market's always trying to say, well, what what do we think the price will be in two years' time? And um, you know, it all comes down to risk reward of, um, you know, am I happy to buy a I suppose their, their thing on core was like you're paying two and a half billion dollars at the moment for a thing that is a relatively small scale. You know, they're now uh, production. They're, they're, yes, they're in production, but you know, it's it's small scale. The ore bodies, you know, bit, you know, relatively narrow, um, and and you're going through that whole commissioning risk period whilst you know the wet season's on up in um, Northern Territory, sort of thing. So. And you're giving away you're giving away a bit for the direct shipping option, aren't you? Oh, that, that was their start, there. but they are you know they're going to be a full concentrator or their flotation. But they're uh, DSO and at the market, aren't they? They're doing DSO, but they're also doing um, D, you know, using a DMS yep. um, dense media separation. So uh, yeah. So, so that was, a, that was a really good note and interesting that, um, yeah, they put a lot of, uh, obviously a hell of a lot of work went into that, but there was some, you know, I thought their, 
their uh, conclusions were, were, were pretty much in line with the way we've been thinking. Well, they, you know, they say you don't know when you're in a bubble. That's why it's called a bubble. <laughs> like, because like, especially just, even just the whole decarb thing, like, it yep. is like it, all in on everything with like lithium, nickel, and probably soon to be copper. Like, yeah. On the, and it's all based on these big predictions. This is what's going to happen or, that's or right. whatever. But Jesus Christ, imagine if it just doesn't pay out and all this investment. Well, that's right. To, you know, copper's You'd be pretty 99% confident it's going to happen, but that's, I'm sure they thought that in the GFC as well. Well, that's right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably copper's an interesting one. You know, people are scouring the globe looking for quality, you know, trying to find some reasonable copper projects, and it, and it is tough. But but similarly, if it goes, if we do go into a, a you know, US goes into recession, then, you know, copper demand's going to come off. There's, mm. you know, so it's that. Longer term outlook looks fantastic. Short term, you know, you could possibly get some gyrations. Well, we've already seen copper get, come from 480 back to sort of 340 and now sort of 380 sort of thing. So, yes, interesting times. Mm. Stay tuned. You'll hear it here first. Yeah. Right. We'll get on to the, uh, the, the, the big news of the week, the Genesis St. Barbara merger. Yeah. Me, I'd love, they always say merger of equals. But I, I went over it sort of the content in the announcement on Monday and everything. I yeah. thought I'd get you guys to give a bit of a read between the lines perspective of, I guess, what you think, like who's – where the good deal's gone, what's Genesis actually got for that amount of money, how, yeah. how it all works and sort of what was your take on it? I'm sure you expected it coming. Yeah, I, I look, it's been well publicised that they've been mm. in talks and um, and all those sorts of things. I think, you know, the, the, the over for, for me the overriding thing was like you just wanted a clean Leonora, prob, you know, consolidation. So you didn't want, you know, they didn't want Simbirian, they didn't want Atlantic. And like, was that holding the whole process up? Oh, I think, way, well, Simbiri went through a process of um, strategic review, you know, and people came and had a look and, um, you know, they were trying to offload that. They, they didn't get any offers to that, that were acceptable to the board, so they kept it in-house. And similarly, Atlantic, like in that announcement they talk about, they will have to put that on care and maintenance as stockpiles run down at the end of calendar year 24, I think it is, um, before they can re, um, get the permitting and, you know, and restart that. So they, I, I think... You know, it was working out the market, you know, what's the best way of, of hiving that off yeah. and just having a strategic where you've got, you know, the Gwalior, Gwalior Underground along with all that tenement package along with the Dacian Mill um, where, um, you know, Dacian's also got the the, the, the um, Red Cliff Project up to the north. You know, they've got Ulysses there sort of thing. So uh, I, I think, you know, it was quite a, you know, an elegant solution um, hiving those other two assets off into, uh, what was it, Finian? Phoenician, Phoenician, or Mohican. What, a, what about the other name? Who the house? <laughs> Who the house? God, that's getting some uh, getting some publicity on hot copper. But, um, <laughs> as there's uh, yeah, because they're hoovering up companies that, but as a bit of American nostalgia to possibly attract international yeah, investors. Yeah, who knows? One yeah. Thought, well, I actually went. Who cares Hoover. if they blow poor ape of gold? Who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, well, that's right. No, I did go to Hoover House, and um, it was after it was when Mark Cudafani was running Sons of Guaya oh. about fifteen or twenty years ago. They did a site trip up to Gua uh, Sons of Guala at the time and um, we uh, had lunch, at we had dinner at Hoover House and, um, yeah, all the they just redone it up. So it's a nice old, you know, beautiful old building for uh, old Herbert Hoover. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I think, um, and, and you've really seen the support of the, the market, capital market support that Rally and the team have at, at Genesis where, you know, they raised two hundred and seventy-five million. You know, hundred hundred and sixty-four from Oz Super, seventy-five from RCF, and then another thirty-six from sort of three or four of his key shareholders already. That that and St. Barbara wouldn't would not have got that 
equity capital support, and and, and that's a reality because they they've shown to be pretty poor stewards of you know their M and A transactions on both Simbiri and Atlantic have proven to be uh, you know pretty poor. Um, so I think you know it's obviously going to take a while before the deal work you know get gets gets sort of consummated in May next year, and they'll have time to work out, and then they're planning to deck sort of a five year plan. Of you know which which ore goes where, how's it all going to work? But their real target is sort of that, you know, three hundred thousand ounce mid cap, you know, producer similar to what sort of Saracen was. And um, you know, I think uh, they 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 played it really well. They bought Dace in very cheaply for this for the sunk infrastructure there. Um, and you can certainly see you know they can bring Ulysses into um, the Gwalior Mill. You have got Tower Hill that will probably go over to to, to the to the Dace Mill. Um, yep. So it's really you know. Um, you know, you know, and they've done a hell of a lot of DD on it, and and you'd certainly back, uh, and and we we're certainly backing that team to deliver. Um, you know, very similar to what they did at Saracen, and um, you know, whether where they were able to take that and grow that to um, ultimately a sort of seven hundred thousand ounce producer that you got, you know, and then merging in with with, with Northern Star. So um, yeah, a, and a nil premium. So I, I mean, because I suppose if you step back, you know, two or three years ago, you sort of think, well, what, what, why wouldn't St Barbara doing what Genesis are doing now, you know, what, what, what in they buy Genesis or mm. what in, you know, Dacian or, or anything like that. Instead, they've gone and, you know, they've done the Symbarian and they've done the Atlantic transaction. And offshore didn't the, work with them before. No, correct. Solomons and everything. You yeah. know, and they pay, you know, people forget, you know, it was 800 million for, for, for Atlantic, you know, the big dollars. Mm. You know, Genesis was sitting there exploring. They had an underground operation. Well, they'll fire bucks in 2018 and they've retraced mm. to, what, 46 cents earlier yep. this year. Like, that's just right. The, you got to push the shareholders That's that right. have gone that have ridden that wave down. Yeah, like just absolutely shit out. And, and the thing, like the, the, this, also enables the Gwalior Mill and, and underground operation to take the pressure off that. You know, so they can feed it at a more uh, at a lower throughput, um, and, and not not feel the pressure of having to feed the mill because you'll be bringing the Ulysses or well, not pressure to get the Gwalior out of the hole. The That's, Gwalia, the, that's right. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know more about that than us, man. Well, <laughs> well, I said in the episode the other day. I know, like talking to people, like they get a truck in twelve hours gets five loads out, which is what three hundred ton. Yeah. Whereas you go to a shallow mine, they get you know fifteen or so. Like, and then the ground conditions, yeah. seismicity at depth, the bloody extra ground sport, yeah, the heat, the heat yeah. you're working in, it's just it starts exponentially affecting yep. just getting the dirt out of the hole, which nah. is and. Yeah, hindsight, they should have put the shaft in, really. Probably should have, yes. But then didn't have it proven up. Um, <laughs> no. But if you look at, so before the transaction, Genesis was sitting around, I think, high 400s market cap. Yep. St. Barb's were 530, I think. Um, 600 odd, yep. Yeah. And then they essentially, what? It, what how do you see what they've got for their money? So, like, Genesis have retained primary ownership, so they've got 41%, I think. St. Barb's yep. got 35%. So, yep. Is it a good deal, a great deal for Genesis in terms they've essentially done the trade where they've essentially had all their assets written off to a fraction of their value with the milling capacity and and everything? How do you see that? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think if you look at like when they, you know, when it was first started mooted, they were t- talking, you know, I think St. Barbara probably had well, they'll might nine, have been a, they'll 900 million when yeah, they first started. Yeah, if not a bit more. So yeah. they've been able to sort of wait that out and. You know, they had a very, you know, some barbs had a very poor September quarter sort of thing, um, which, I would, you know, the, obviously the Genesis boys sort of, you know, saw this playing out when they were doing their DD and all that sort of thing. So I think, um, yeah, to, to, you know, they describe it as a win-win. Um, yeah, 
and I think you know it is a it is a genuine win win. So I think you know the, the the combined group is a hell of a lot stronger. And mm-hmm. that Tower Hill project that Rowley was sort of talking about on the call is is uh, you don't like having favourites. It's a bit like children wearing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> even though we all do. Um, but 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 you know that that Tower Hill is you know looks to be an absolute crack. You know, got a one point two million ounce resource at about I think one point seven grams and. Uh, and right-sizing that to be able to mine that effectively, um, you know, through the Dacian mill sort of thing. So um, I think Janice have done a, you know, superb job in the way they've... Well, the, the market's voted with its feet this morning. Absolutely. You know, they're both... Uh, yeah, but, very yeah. come back on very positively. And, uh, you know, the, the 275 mil was pretty much cornerstoned uh, by uh, a few instos. Yeah, that's so, right. So, you yeah. know, it, it, it was very tight. So those that want to have to get outside of that group that want to get set had to buy in markets. So hence... Uh, I think know, I think they said there was 35 million or something that Super can pull back for other investors. Yes, that want to come on. yeah. Yeah, whether they'll... So I know, I, I know that, you know, Rail's over in Sydney at the moment, um, you know, doing the rounds sort of thing. So... Um, and explaining the deals and the, and so really the interesting thing is like what will the the spin-off trade at you know they're sort of you know they'll have Symbiri, they'll have atlantic they'll they're repaying the debt that's owed over the atlantic which is canadian 80 they'll have a bit of cash i think another 60 odd sort of thing so there will be value ascribed to that which is really what the the Simbabwe shit you know that's essentially the premium type thing that, that they'll get when that when that pops out sort of thing yeah yeah because looking at that as you said that tower hill that's Pretty unreal for an open pit. Right? Yeah, that's 10, right. Ten million ton at one point eight. Yeah, so that's all. So there's not there's not too many of those around where you're getting you know that the, well, the resources twenty mil at one point eight. So, yeah, yeah, good grades, and you'd imagine that uh, you know they'd be able to increase that. They do have to move, I think, a, uh, is it the, a road or the railway. Yeah, there is a bit of capex to spend on that sort of thing. So, um, but he's you know they're certainly pretty excited about that, and you know you'd imagine you know there's really you know, they've been able to go from sort of really nothing, you know, just having a, you know, Ulysses, you know, sort of the, the, the Leonora project with resources, no reserves, um, to, 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 you know, leverage themselves into, a, you know, potentially a 300,000 ounce producer um, over the next year. So, yeah. Now, is it going to stop here? So you've got the, that's, I guess this bit's unfolding. You've yep. got the, the Dacian takeover with Kin with yep. their 7% stake and the, the other mob. So And the, uh, yeah, the Germans, the Delphi. Yep. Delphi, sorry. Yep. 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 So you got, um, we'll talk about that bit. And then there's, then we've got King of the Hill as well, possibly coming in later on. Where's the, so with that Kin, is that going to be literally a, a script takeover? It would be the only way for Genesis to gain control or what? Well, they've, they've got control. So they're at 78%. They've extended the bid, like this is Genesis on Dace, and they've extended the bid till I think the sixteenth of January, and they've said that's you know full and final. But really, for for you know, and then they'll if they don't get to compulsory, that will be you know an independent you know board, um, you know a, a little bit messy, but really kin. I don't think have much. You know, I think they were sort of trying to leverage themselves in because some Barbara also own ninety percent of kin, but they're now putting that in. They're putting all their own. Uh, Assets which include, um, you know, uh, shareholding in Kinder, shareholding in PEX, a um, couple of other, a uh, couple of other things that they've had um, in, in, into this new vehicle, into Phoenician metal sort of thing. So, so even, but even if they can, um, took over Kin, they still wouldn't have ninety percent 
anyway, would they have Dace in with this Delphi? Well, De- you'd imagine. Well, they, uh, to me, they're probably acting in. They're uh, in cahoots. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be associated, I'd, I would imagine, uh, probably trying to squeeze, thinking they could probably squeeze Genesis to pay a bit more for Dace in sort of thing. But they've now said it's full and final, so it's really up to whether they want to be stuck in a minority holding that you'd imagine. Yeah, the market's not, you know if Dacian remains listed, there's going to be when you've got a you know a seventy eight percent shareholder and two shareholders holding twelve percent, there's going to be absolutely no interest. Um, it's just going to sort of wither on the vine um, and ultimately probably get mopped up at some stage. Yeah, but but if they you know roll in to the Dacian, then you're sort of part of a bigger, larger, more liquid group sort of thing. So um, and what what happens for so as I said, Saint Barbara are acquiring the Genesis shares. So yep. so for Genesis shareholders come May. May next year. Yep. Does do their shares? They just get the. They get two point oh for, for every every. Uh, so they get half the amount of St. Barbara shares. Yeah. Or whatever, which will be Hoover House. So it just transfers over straight over, does it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So on a, on a ratio of what is it, one point just, one one just over two two, two yeah, just over two for, two point yeah. oh three three something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. For yeah. every Genesis share, they get some Barbara shares, and then there's a name change, and yeah. yeah. Okay, so then you got so Kin have got the the car. What is it? The Cardinia. 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 Yep. Yep. So you got that, and then you've also got the King of the Hills. Yep. Project. Yes. Is that possibly going to be on the? That's going to be the uh, the final bit of the consolidation. Um, you would yeah, assume I'll eventually. Potentially, really, just I mean, you know, you got to remember, Rayleigh and the boys had the King of the Hills project before they sold it to. Red five, so oh, so Saracen Saracen had that project. They bought um, it and they made good money out of it. They went, they did some sort of trial underground mining, couldn't really make it work. Um, but part of it, there was an open pit that, that um, they did make very good money on, and they sold it to Red Five probably four, three or four years ago, four years ago. What, so, what sort of uh, consideration uh, was that? It was, it was reasonably cheap. It was yeah. thirty odd million, but yeah. then they got they took Scrip in it as well. And I remember, I think they sold their script at sort of 30 cents. So all up, they, they made well. good money. So, you know, they know the asset, mm. you know. Um, so. You'd think they'd probably consolidate the position as in what they've currently got with, with the St. Barbara merger, just sit back. And, I don't uh, think there. I don't think there'd be in any hurry to, to, yeah. to do that. I mean, Red Five. You know, they are going through the. They are commissioning now, sort of thing. And I think you know the market's waiting with bated breath to see how you know to see how that goes. We've uh, you know because this is the um, this is the uh, make or break. Yeah, yeah. Well, as one old client used to say, the butt clinching stage of um, <laughs> owning the shares because yeah, it's probably peak debt uh, and you and you rely yeah. <laughs> Trying, trying to ramp up into that, um, you want everything to go right. Uh, so, because they, I suppose there wouldn't be. I don't know if there's much advantage because they've got the, the big milling capacity at the Mount Morgan. They got yep. three, three million, three ton million tons yep. there. Um, so there's probably, I assume that's going to be plenty to price. Yeah, like. that's right. So will Cardinia start? Do you see Cardinia going straight into the Mount Morgan Smill, or that's going to be that's going to be that? I, I don't think until the kin thing's sorted, it won't. Uh, yeah, till t- oh, I. I think that's what they're trying to leverage themselves into, obviously, to, yeah. to sort of try and equitise their value there. But I think Dacian probably has enough. Well, Genesis probably has enough with the whole Tower Hill and their Redcliffe stuff, which is what Dacian Dacian bought. I think it was uh, NMT uh, a couple of years ago. They they and with the view to trucking that down there, that would probably now go to I think the closer mill, which is uh, Gualia. Um, so there's lots of I don't I don't think there's any um, hurry for them to do any deal on Kin and yeah so. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I don't see that happening in the short term. There's a bit more exploration going around in the area too. I know that Iceni Gold, yeah, Pine Rodens gig. They're up near Mount Morgan. Yeah, as well, so. some, it's, yeah, no, there is. So it's so um, oh no, it's it's sort of yeah, the market want, you know wants to have a new mid cap sort of gold producer that they can um, yeah that they can buy sort of thing. So yep. Oh, good work, good work, Ralph. Patience, <laughs> yeah. patience is a virtue, eh? Yes. Paid off. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, now, you went up to Red Dirt site, visit Clates. Yes, uh, up to Yenathara Announced a bit of offtake today. What's happening in the Red Dirt scenes? Yeah. Oh, look, it was, um, you know, they've just, just started drilling there. They put out some announcement the other day that they'd hit sort of an 80-metre zone of um, of pegmatite uh, and, you know, that they, assays won't be back till sort of mid um Mid Feb, because it's still um, they still got the whole core up there and and all those sorts of things. But oh, look, it's uh, you know, like all these things, it's a fascinating area where uh, historical drilling had intersected, you know, s- some mineralisation. But you know, going you know, going to site, you certainly got the the the, uh, the potential of, of of the land package. You know, there's these sort of outcropping pegmatites that you can that you can see and you can follow. And you know, they raised fifty five million the other day, and they will be aggressively drilling that out for next year i suppose you know what you did learn you know that the spodumene is relatively fine grain sort of thing so that's probably unsuitable for a dso type product but that you know that's fine if they've got you know enough tonnages then um you know you can certainly justify that uh you know building your own plant um you know interesting there was a guy from lg up on site and a and a korean geologist from the um you know the government you know so they're all you know all these guys are looking at you know how they can secure supply. You know to, to to the fact that they're happy to you know hop on a hop on a plane and go up and have a look at the you know a relatively early stage exploration play. But um, no, it was certainly you, you came away there going well. Um, yeah, there's something there, and like all these things, the rotary lie detector will um, determine the outcome over the next um, you know the next six to twelve months. But when you're looking at the uh, from the air, or when you're on the ground. With your uh, with your hammer, yes, um, and, and hand lens, um, <laughs> yes, Timothy, yes, looking at the crystals, yeah. Um, but do you get an idea of you know scale? You know that with these outcropping pegmatites, do you, do you you know is this could this project could this be fifty million tons? Yeah, has it got that sort of potential? Oh, I think so. Like you can mm. do some arm waving, and yeah. um, you know, and Dave's very good at the arm waving. Yeah, yeah. Um, So. And if you look at his in, his incentive package, I think you know some of it is on defining a, a plus fifty million ton resource. Yep. I think one of them. So, oh, absolutely the scale of the things, and and a lot of these, you know, the the, the private mob only drilled you know a few of the pegmatites. I think they only put in thirty four holes. Yep. Uh, you know, and they got some reasonable hits at sort of plus, you know, twenty odd twenty odd meter widths at plus one percent. So yeah, it was um, no, it was it was really interesting, and certainly, you know, there's you know. People like to, you know, it gives them their second string to the bow. They've got the sort of the um, uh, Mount Ida. Mount Ida, thank you, Timothy. Mm. Mount Ida <laughs> project that they're, you know, fast looking at fast tracking on a DSO type option um, next year, along with, you know, in parallel with the, you know, um, building a, a concentrator and a flotation. Sorry, Don't flotation. forget about the gold. And the gold, yeah, mm. there was a bit of bit of questioning on that as well, sort of thing. So, um, which no. is what they were there for originally. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Stumbled. So it's, like, it's, called, it's like it dissolved. And, yeah. You know, they announced a sort of a non-binding MOU this morning um, for forty-five thousand tons of spots. So, like, they're certainly, uh, I think, with with Dave at the helm, they're going to have a real crack at it um, and be, yeah, spending 
you know, I think they're planning for a couple of RC and one diamond next year, um, yeah. ripping in it. But I can say it is um, certainly getting a little warm up at um, <laughs> up, up, up at the Gascoigne Junction yeah. and uh, <laughs> and the site and the site. So uh, yeah, it's funny when you mentioned about the resource size and the um, the performance rights. It's uh, they they always seem to come out pretty close to those performance <laughs> rights, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah, those resources. Yeah. It's funny, just pure luck. I think it's um, got some share price hurdles attached to it as well, yeah, which no, are yeah, well north of the current price. Absolutely, so, like a, you know, dollar, around a dollar, dollar or a dollar ten or something. Yep. Is yeah. there is there a bit of a how's a is there a bit of an X factor feel about it now that David Flanagan's the executive chairman? What what's he sort of bring to Red Dirt? Is there a good feel about oh, it going I think, forward? Um, well, I think what you know when he took uh, when he was at Atlas Iron, I think there was a lot of scepticism that you'd be able to. You know, you've got to cast your mind back sort of 15 years ago that that trucking, trucking, you know, low-grade iron ore would make you any money sort of thing, you know, and it was always, you know, the conventional wisdom of around BHP where you need at least sort of 62%, you know, mm. otherwise the rest of the stuff shit, you know. It's mm. just uh, – and, and he really changed that and, you know, um, and, and got up to I think 13 million tonnes of, um, of iron ore created a couple of – you know, at one stage it was a couple of billion-dollar market cap companies and he acquired, you know, you know, did sort of four or five transactions to acquire sort of other other neighbours. So I think, you know, what he brings is that skill set of like he identifies that like the the window of opportunity is now, like, you know, let's get, you know, and, and to fast track that DSA and get some cash flow. And, I, and, and you know, in terms of permitting and, and how he can do, um, uh, um, yeah, all, all, all those logistics, and it'll be you know you've already start starting to see that he's bringing in people that he used to work with, um, you know that were were skilled and helped him build build Atlas Sign from nothing into you know a mid cap iron ore producer. So I think there is a sense of um, optimism, optimism, yeah, yeah. And excitement. He's certainly enthusiastic, and yep. um, yeah, you know, he's um, yeah. I, I, I think yeah, the market's sort of like yep, we, 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 you know the fact that he. Raised, you know, could, could go out and raise that sort of sort of dough, um, and um, yeah, with, with, with the market saying, "Yep, yeah, we're going to back you and get on with it," sort of thing. So, yep, ah, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got any more weary for? Oh, I was, just, you know, I think we we talked earlier about, uh, you know, just what's happening in the Midwest uh, with um, yes. Strike Energy and Warrego and Talon and so on, Matt. And uh, so I just thought I'd, um, uh, you, you know, if you look at the um, you know, the consolidation that's potentially going on here. So initially you had Strike came in, made a bid for their joint venture partner, West Aragulla in uh, in Warrego Energy, a, uh, a script deal. Then uh, Beach came over the top and bid 20 cents a share for Warrego. Um, and then subsequently Hancock came in and bid 23 cents. Uh, Beach came back at 25. Hancock came back at 28 cents. And then uh, Beach pulled the pin Strike have emerged with 19.9% uh, uh, of Warrego uh, as part of a uh, really an equity swap, which they've done on a one-for-one -one basis, um, uh, Strike for Warrego. So it's really hotting up in the uh, uh, that Midwest gas market. Um, and the first cab off the rank, uh, Strike and Talon have a, a, a JV at a, a prospect called uh, Whalering, and uh, that's due to come into production in the first quarter of next year. And uh, they just announced a gas sales agreement with Santos this morning uh, for 36,500 petajoules. And uh, basically Santos have said, you know, if you can produce more, we'll take it. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see in the wash-up 
you know, because you've got Minres who own 80% of the uh, 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 Norwest uh, project, the Lockyer Deeps project, and, and they're the largest shareholder of Norwest Energy. So, you know, there's some big players coming into this field. Um, Woodside have been rumoured to be uh, uh, definitely interested and uh, uh, Minres are obviously there. And, uh, you know, so I really see this... Uh, uh, going through a period of consolidation where ultimately you'll probably see the small players in Strike, Talon, uh, and uh, obviously Warrigo, which is well and truly in play, be gobbled up and uh, this will be owned by majors. So, um, you know, I ju just say watch this space because it's. Uh, I, I think it's just starting to hot up. Share prices of all those stocks have, have started to move on the back of this uh, activity. You know, it's right on our doorstep. So it's a, you know, it's a, a massive resource uh, that's, uh, you know, just sitting there in the Midwest waiting to be developed. So uh, watch this space. And we're, we're not exposed to the capping of the gas price over here, as you were talking about well, before. As any, our, yeah, we're not was, at 12 bucks gigajoule or that's whatever That's right, that's right. So yeah. we're still sort of, uh, you know, we're around the 6 to $7 mark. So yeah. um, ultimately, you know, down the track, who knows? But uh, uh, at this stage, it's not going to have a significant impact. Yep. Two ways are right. Thanks very much, lads. Cheers, really pleasure, mate. Good on you, Matt. Yep. Catch you next month. Yeah, Merry Christmas to Precision. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, mate.